Screenless. Phil Gregory, SEO consultant, welcome to Creative Cuppa. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, really nice to be here. You're very welcome. When I visited your website, peakdistrictseo.co.uk, there's a wonderful image. I presume it's of the Peak District uh, from the <laughs> name <laughs> yes, of the company. It is, yes, yeah, it looks really inviting, really lovely, and that's what SEO is about as well. Being really visible. Uh, as a website. Could you explain to those of us who kind of see it as this mystical art, (laughs) what SEO actually is? Well, I will try to do it in a nutshell. So, I mean, in a nutshell, I will say SEO is optimizing websites for search, i.e. Google. Now, there are many ways to get your website found. You know, you could pay Google ads, and drive traffic directly to your website. Or you could run some ads on social media or be very present on social media and hope people find your website from that. But what I focus on is organic search, and that just means natural search. So people come to Google or their Mm. search engine of choice, (laughs) and uh, they type in a query for the thing they're looking for. So it might be, garden designer Macclesfield and if you're a garden designer in Macclesfield you want your website to come up on that first page of results Mm. so do all the other regional garden designers yeah so I suppose in that sorry to interrupt I suppose in that instance it would be brilliant if you called your company Macclesfield Garden Designer Limited (laughs) that's a really good point actually because a few years ago, that was the perfect way to get your website found. Yeah. Um, but Google kind of cottoned on to that. Yeah. Because what was happening was entrepreneurs who had a little bit of money to buy were buying up all the domains for every type of niche. Yeah. So they would be buying Garden Designer Macclesfield, Buxton, Manchester, Stockport, yeah. even though they weren't based in those areas. Yeah. And Google saw that as being unfair. So they've sort of curtailed the benefit of doing that now. Ah, okay, that's interesting. So SEO, optimization, uh, making your website visible. On the website, again, you say not only will we fix your broken sites, but we'll also help you develop content, uh, which I, I guess is what I'm interested in most today, placing ads and scale your online visibility. Developing content is the most relevant to the creative side, I suppose, creating things. How do you go about creating content for a client? I suppose it differs from client to client, does it? Yeah, of course it does. It really depends on the client's budget as to what is actually possible. But let's take, for instance, a startup company. They've not been going long and they want to get a web presence. So developing content for them is relatively simple because they don't have a huge budget. So it's usually either we go and we take photographs to uh, illustrate what it is they do, their staff, their people, their process. Mm. And then I am a certified copywriter, even though I don't push that aside of myself too much. Um, And we marry the two together. So we wax lyrical about the business and we try to illustrate it with good photos and content. 
maybe video, maybe some social media um, gimmicks, you know, but that's the creation of the content for a startup. Mm. For a company who has more budget, obviously, you know, the world is your oyster. And I tend to hire in other professionals. So I might hire a company like, say, Eat Sleep Think to come and do the graphic design, or I might hire a copywriter or a videographer to actually fulfill the needs of the client to promote their e-commerce business. But that's really what creating content means. It's about filling the gap to match the search query of my client's users if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't think it can be downplayed about how much time that actually takes for people who think, oh, I could just do that on my own. It's only a few posts. You know, the consistency required and the creativity required to, you know, try and engage the audience. It takes a long time, that, doesn't it? Even just lining up posts, you know, scheduling posts to go out, that that takes a long time as well. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean... I try to always have a very candid conversation with my clients about being realistic because it's all about budget. The more budget you've got, the faster the juggernaut will roll. You know, if you're in a startup, then you have to be realistic. You have to appreciate that getting going could take up to a year, really, before your traffic uh, and leads start to roll in, simply because you have no presence and, you know, you're competing against more established competitors. But... I always say, let's park our egos. That's really key to Mm. succeeding on the web. Business owners, SEO guys like myself, web designers and web developers, they're all three big egos floating around (laughs) and sometimes bumping into each other and clashing. But for us to get success, we really have to park the egos at the door and follow the money. So what I mean by that is making sure we do proper research Like, it's not about what you think your customers want. If you take that approach, SEO will fail. You have to look at the data. What are my customers searching for? You know, who are my exact competitors and how are they beating me? That data... Will allow you cool. to it's market a, directly. It's, it's to honest you. stuff. There's some home truths in there, aren't there? It, and there are. You know, the, very often you'll think, "I know my customers search for this phrase," and when you check the data and you look back, that's completely way off the mark. And so many business owners are shocked when they see that. Do you, so? Do you have to have some really difficult conversations with business owners to say, "Look, your products aren't working." <laughs> your your audience aren't looking for this kind of product on occasion yeah but i i just tell them to look let's promote the things that work and let's promote Mm. the things that actually have margin for you you know it's easy to get excited about a niche product Mm. that's exciting to us personally but we have to you know be grown-ups and ignore that and follow the money and that that will give you the revenue buffer to then promote the things that you're really interested in, you know? So I try to sort of come across to the client and say, okay, not only is it, you know, we have to park our egos, but we have to be consistent. As you said, scheduling posts, scheduling content. Mm. So, you know, I try to get them to build in a calendar and if they don't do it, I'll, I'll do it for them. I do have templates that will allow them to set a a reasonable and realistic limit 
to the content that we create for them every month. Mm. Because I say, look, how much time can you or your team devote to this? Yeah. I mean, just got to be realistic. Again, there's no point saying we're going to do a blog every week if you cannot do it. Yeah. Because it, it just becomes uncomfortable for everyone. And, every, and then the client becomes unhappy and we don't want that. So, you know, I use a calendar to plan content. So we know based on the historical keyword searches. So let's say you're the garden designer. Yep. I will look at the, the trend of searches around garden design across the previous year. So we kind of know when the peaks and troughs are. And then we look at the search terms. What are people searching for in August around garden design? And then we have, you know, ideas that we can then write about and provide content so that you are relevant to your customers' search terms. God, blimey. It is a dark art, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing, if you know how. <laughs> this is the thing. I think, unfortunately, SEOs or SEO yeah. has this bad bad image. Uh, and I think it's just because it takes a long time to actually learn everything. Yeah, It's not terribly difficult i would say anybody could probably get quite good at it within a couple of years but there's a lot to learn but like you say i think people are slightly afraid of things they don't understand for a start and the time it takes i think people have a fear of that as well you know when they're trying to do the work marketing in inverted commas you know is um something that people kind of it gets pushed down the list doesn't it of priorities when it's not a tangible thing that you've made or you've done and uh so it's easy to kind of push away a little bit but very very important yeah i would i would agree with that and i think that measurement is key you know um a lot of clients i speak to i ask them how are you tracking your visitors how are you tracking your sales how are you tracking your inquiries and they often say i'm not i'm not (laughs) i said well then how do we know if we're improving so you know i try to help them with that as well yeah. One thing that stopped me in the in the first place, I've now had a little bit of an SEO audit with a, a local firm, Ditton DGM, shout out. But it was the perceived cost. But on your website, anyone can contact you for an SEO audit, can't they? They can, yes. Is, is that a lot of money to do that? It's not a lot of money, no. There are several tiers. I mean, in terms of cost, you talk about cost. SEO costs vary from the crazily cheap to the excessively expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and I, even I roll my eyes at some of the prices. Mm-hmm. I always try, I think, you know, it's important to pitch at a human level. The types of businesses I'm trying to reach are small to medium-sized enterprises. And they're, you know, normal family people, uh, mm. probably parents, working parents like myself. So I'm trying to pitch somewhere in the middle tradesmen's prices. And I think that's fair. You know, you've got yeah. to pay a mortgage and keep food on the table. But uh, I don't want to uh, be sailing around a yacht in the Caribbean. You know, you've got to be realistic. <laughs> one, day, one day. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> but in terms of SEO audits, people can come to me. My referrals... You know, I will do the, the SEO audits very quickly for them. Whereas if someone comes to me directly, I'll have a conversation with them about what it is they're looking for. Now, if they're looking for a really deep dive, then the SEO audit is a chargeable thing. It's charged at my hourly rate. Um, if people just want an overview, like, Phil, my website isn't showing up on search for anything. Can you tell me what's wrong with it? Then what I do is I produce a, a user testing video for them, which I do myself, so you're not... You know, uh, we're not at the mercy of some random company. It's me talking to you, telling you mm. 
why your navigation doesn't work or you know that your social media buttons aren't linked or that your copy is too short and i also produce them a pdf which will give them an overview of all the errors on the site and what i mean by that is the technical errors things like slow loading or not working for mobiles etc etc yeah. So it's not expensive to do that. Yeah. And uh, and people can contact you right now through your website, which is peakdistrictseo.co.uk. That's right. Yes. That is fantastic. Where can, I mean, apart from that, where can people find you online? I think nowadays the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. I found oh, right. a new lease of life there, <laughs> just talking to other business owners. Um, yeah. It's absolutely key. I mean, it's not advice, but for anybody starting a new business, and my business is only three years old, really, even though I've been doing SEO for 21 years, talking to other business owners about their pain points is is the absolute best advice I could give. You know, And that's where you'll find them, LinkedIn or in other networking groups. Great. Okay, I will put your website and I'll put your LinkedIn in the show notes for you. But for now, Phil Gregory... Thanks so much for joining me for a cuppa. Thanks very much for having me, Gary.